Welcome to Science Research Weekly, episode 17, Regressing Towards the Mean. Get ready for bacterial metabolism predictions, surprise asteroid belts, SAS poor AI advice, Kruskal-Waz post hoc test, lots of new R packages on regression, and a Carnegie Astrophysics Fellowship. This episode covers material from May 5th to May 11th. Let's get started with some research articles. I have to, for you three articles a day. The first is Bacteria AI Maps Microbial Metabolism Without Prior Knowledge. So researchers use an AI system called Bacteria AI to determine the amino acid requirements for two species of bacteria that live in the human oral cavity, Streptococcus gordoni and Streptococcus sanguinis. Bacter AI tried hundreds of ra ratios of amino acids and through trial and error came up with the accurate requirements. The same approach could be used on the vast majority of bacterial species that are poorly understood and uncultured. Talk about uncultured. Moving along, we have the next article, Thermal and Chemical Proper Properties of the E. Rosita Bubble from Suzaki Observations. So astronomers looked at galactic bubbles specifically X-ray bright ones, dubbed E. rosita bubbles, from the telescope used. They found these bubbles to be more complex than first thought, including the fact that the bubble's interiors are not hotter than the exterior, and that they were most likely formed by nuclear star formation or other stellar-based phenomena. And the third article is spatially resolved imaging of the inner formal hot disk using JWST MIRI. So astronomers looked around a nearby star, so Forma Halt, and they detected the first asteroid belt seen outside the solar system. And it turned out to be unexpectedly complex, including an extra large outer belt and a surprise inner belt of asteroids. That's all I have for research articles. Let's turn to some research tools. Now then, issue 12 of volume 106 of the Journal of Statistical Software is available. It's called Boot UR, an R package for bootstrap unit root tests. From Wick Rick Wicklin on the do loop, it looks like AI chatbots are not particularly good at SAS programming. Stay sassy, programmers. Now then, a significant ANOVA is followed by a post hoc test. But what about a significant Kruskal-Wallis test, the non-parametric equivalent of an ANOVA? Well, yes, indeed, a post hoc test is in the mix. But how? Well, the analysis factor gives the details on this post hoc test, the Dunn's test. New CRAN packages are swinging in in sevens. Lots of regression modeling going on here. We have GG flowchart, flowcharts with ggplot2. Datasets Uni, a collection of univariate datasets, Bayes Mortality Plus, Bayesian Mortality Modeling, TidyGam, Tidy Predictions and Plotting of Generalized Additive Models, ZipG, Zero Inflated Poisson Gamma Regression, SpeedGLM, Fitting Linear and Generalized Linear Models to Large Datasets, and Surrey Stan, Fitting Survival Regression Models via Stan. On our bloggers, two posts to pick. The first is from Miri Solutions, which announces a Build in R package workshop set for May 24th. The second is from Alexandri uh, for DataCamp. Uh, DataCamp has announced their Radar AI edition, DataCamp's free summit on how generative AI is transforming data science. The data is June 22nd. Over on GitHub, a trending repository that might be a good 
look over is Cyan. So Cyan is a local first personal knowledge management system supporting fine grain block level references and markdown W-Y-S-I-W-Y-G, also known as what you see is what you get. So it is an alternative to more like a note-taking software. Wrapping up our time here together, we have research funding. First, the National Center of Advancing Translational Science, NCATS, invites applications for awards supporting cutting-edge technology for translational science, so assets. The funding opportunity is to foster investigator-initiated development of highly innovative technologies to address barriers, limitations, or bottlenecks in translational science, particularly for therapeutic development. The pro program will support the early stage proof of concept, high risk and potential high reward stories for feasibility and exploratory technology development. Next, the NIH invites proposals for sex differences in radiation research, models, underlying pathways, biomarkers of injury, and medical countermeasures responses. This is a U01 clinical trial not allowed. The purpose is to enable early stage research to better understand the underlying causes of radiation-associated sex differences, to advance radiation preclinical animal monocles, improve NCM development, and increase the safety and efficacy of MCM, and advance biomarker science to assess radiation injuries, MCM being medical countermeasure responses. Actually, no. Sorry. That is something else. Anyways, moving along here, NSF invites proposals for biofoundries, an infrastructure program designed to accelerate advances in the biological sciences, chemical biology, biotechnology, and bioengineering via access to modern infrastructures, technology, and cap capacities. NASA, as part of its ROSE's Omnibus funding mechanism, has an Early Career Investigator Program Award in Earth Science. Speaking of early career, looking for a high-octane postdoctoral fellowship in either cancer research or astronomy? You know, if you're, you've got your degree in both, or your PhD in both physics and your MD in, in cancer research or cancer science, why not choose one of the two, or if you're just two completely different researchers, you can thread the gap. Anyways, enough middle walking. The Cancer Research Institute has the former in the form of the Irvington Postdoctoral Fellowship, and the Carnegie Observatories has the latter in the form of a Carnegie Fellowship to encourage long-term research in observational astrophysics and or instrumentation. Well, with all that being said and all that saying being what, Thanks for joining me for Science Research Weekly. Science on.